the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. 5.1 FM, WAVA. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. From our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Seasoned expert on race, religion, relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Phone lines are open now, 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. Good afternoon, friends. David Anderson live right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer or your smartphone or iPad, watching me on Facebook Live, thanks a lot for tuning in. At Anderson Speaks is my handle for Facebook, as well as uh, you can always uh, check me out on WAVA.com, where uh, you can listen to it uh, live on your computer, especially if you're driving or moving around uh, outside of the nation's capital. But if you are in Arlington, Virginia, anywhere in northern Virginia, Washington, D.C., Maryland, parts of West Virginia and uh, Pennsylvania as well, then guess what? You can just turn to 105.1 FM like uh, many, many, many of you are doing right now to hear this show, but not just to hear it, but to engage in it. Uh, It is a call-in talk show, and anything we can do to help build a bridge where there's a divide, race, religion, relationships, we're here to help you build that bridge. And uh, if you're new to the show, let me tell you how we roll. If you're not new, go ahead and say it with me. Here we go. Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, and then Open Phone-In Fridays. Anything you want to talk to me about on Friday is a fair game. That's tomorrow. Just give me a call and ask any question you want. Today is Theological Thursday, and we're going to actually talk about kind of fusing Monday into a Thursday, but uh, from a theological standpoint, uh, we're going to talk about um, the theology of marital oneness. The theology of marital oneness, what does it mean to be one in marriage, and what is your marriage purpose? That's my question for you today. And of course, you may have a question about your purpose in marriage or what marriage oneness looks like in your particular relationship. But here's the thing. Sometimes we use this term oneness, and I think people theologically misunderstand what it means. And as a result, if you misinterpret something, then you'll misapply uh, the something you're misinterpreting. And so you'll actually apply it to your life in a way it was never meant to be applied. And some people, when it comes to marriage, they think oneness means a certain thing, and therefore uh, they oftentimes miss the mark. 
Because what is oneness? What does that mean? Uh, the, the two become one flesh. What does that mean? And so uh, oftentimes couples don't have a, a sense of what what is our marriage purpose? What is oneness? So I want to bring that out for you today and talk to you about it. Maybe you want to call me to talk about your thoughts. You don't have to be married. Uh, you can be. Uh, but uh, overall, when we talk about marriage, when we talk about uh, whether we want to be married, don't want to be married, or maybe want to be married again or whatever it may be, what is the purpose of it? So that's today's topic, okay? The theology of marital oneness. My number, if you want to talk to me about this, maybe you have a question about marriage, 888-432-7434, single or married, widowed or divorced, 888-43-BRIDGE. For those of you who can't write it down, remember the word bridge, 888 makes it toll free, 43-BRIDGE. All right? Hey, let's bow for just a short word of prayer, and then uh, we'll take your calls. My lines are now open. Heavenly Father, we thank you for what you've created, not us. You created the institution of marriage. Thank you for it, and we do pray that you teach us uh, from your word today uh, what it means, not only theologically, but also practically in our own lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Together, together everyone said amen and amen. So uh, what is your purpose in marriage, and why would I ask that when we're talking about oneness? Let me tell you why. I believe that oneness is not two people becoming one person. It's not about one person. It's about one in purpose. Again, let me say it again. It's not about one in person. It's about one in purpose. All right? Unless you procreate. All right? Let me explain what I'm saying. When it says in the scripture in in Genesis 2, uh, you have Adam and Eve, right? And uh, Adam looks around, doesn't see anything suitable for him. Uh, out of all the animals, it says the Lord God said it is not good for man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him. That word suitable, all right, means a corresponding fit. Now the Lord God formed out of the ground all the beasts of the field, all the birds of the air. He brought them to the man to see uh, uh, see uh, what he had made, and then he named them. Then it says, um, but for Adam there was no suitable helper found. So the Lord caused the man to fall into a deep sleep. And while he was sleeping, he took one of the man's ribs and closed it up, uh, placed it with flesh. Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib he had taken out of the man, and he brought her to the man. The man said, this is bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman, for she was taken out of the man. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother, be united to his wife, and the two will become what? One flesh. Now, this is interesting to understand because a lot of people don't know what this means. One flesh. What do you mean? One flesh. Do we become one person? No, but I want to be one with my spouse. Okay. But what does that mean? Well, I believe it's a couple of things. Uh, The two coming together physically, if uh, they have intimate relations, uh, then they will produce and procreate a human being. That human being is made up of the two And now it becomes one. So now it's one flesh, meaning having a child. All right? Now, there's still unity whether that child is procreated or not because you've come together in your flesh. 
But this oneness, a lot of people preach oneness uh, beyond this, which is fine as long as you understand it's talking about oneness and purpose, coming together to purpose to have a child, coming together to purpose to produce something together that you couldn't produce apart, whether it's a child, whether it's a vision, whether it's a dream, or whether it's life together. uh, The two are becoming one because they are a corresponding fit. It's also important to understand that God created the woman from the side of the man. Get this, get this. He could have created her from his foot under to be under him. Uh, he could have created her from the head to be over him. Isn't it amazing that he created the woman from his side to be alongside of him? And, and so you're supposed to be side by side, shoulder to shoulder, hand in hand, arm in arm. Uh, you're not supposed to dominate her. Uh, and put her under your feet. You're not supposed to elevate her so she's above you. Side-by-side partnership. That's pretty cool, isn't it? And the two which should become one flesh. One in what? One in purpose, not one in person. All right? You don't, don't try to become one person. Uh, you do that, and you start th- trying to think alike and try to act alike and try to mimic each other. Uh, that is not what God desires. In fact, it's, it's impossible to do anyway. But a lot of people try to do it, and they try to get off the, try to find this uh, nebulous oneness. We want to be one. We want to be one. Well, what does that mean? I mean, that's all nebulous. You miss the mark if you're like, we just want to be one. What, what does that mean? Uh, but one in the flesh, okay, got that. One in purpose, okay, got that. So let's double down on that a little bit more after the break. If you have a question about it or a question for yourself even about your own relationship, call me, 888-432-7434. The Multicultural Ministry Handbook. What is multicultural ministry? How does it affect me? Why is it important? If you want to know the answers to these and many other questions, then the Multicultural Ministry Handbook is a must-read. This story was modeled on the pioneering planting of Bridgeway Community Church, where founding pastor Dr. David Anderson had the vision for a dynamic, diverse, grace-filled place. Authored by a group of folks who've been doing ministry together for many years, this book is a testimony of personal journeys and practical ideas for any church with the desire to do life as God would have us do it. The Multicultural Ministry Handbook, published by InterVarsity Press, can be purchased at your local bookstore, Amazon.com, or Andersonspeaks.com. walked into your basement and there was that smell you weren't quite sure what it was mold mildew cracks or blistered paint in your walls well listen you need to call best buy waterproofing they'll come by give you a free inspection and they'll let you know is it water wreaking havoc on the foundation of your home they have more than 30 years of experience and they're ready to give you and all my listeners a free basement inspection all you got to do is give them a call 844 880-3707. One more time, here's the number, 844-980-3707, or check them out at bestbuywaterproofing.com. And by the way, if you do business with them, they'll donate $500 to support my radio ministry. So give them a call, Best Buy Waterproofing.
Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. You can call our hotline at any time at 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. To watch us on Facebook Live or to check out our previous broadcasts, visit Dr. Anderson's public Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. To join our text community and receive a free weekly textspiration from Dr. Anderson, just text the word INSPIRE to 50555. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 50555. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. And that is me, David Anderson. I'd love to connect with you. My lines are open if you want to talk to me today about marital oneness. What is your purpose in marriage? Have you thought about that as a married couple? Have you thought about that as a single person? If I do get married, what is my purpose in getting married? It's not just falling in love, which is awesome and great and all that, but uh, is there a purpose to your relationship? Uh, it seems like there was a purpose for Adam. He he was alone, and he could not do all that God had commanded him to do without help. And so it says that the Lord uh, provided a suitable helper for him. And so there's something that he wants the two of you to do uh, that one could not do alone. He needed help to do it, and it needed to be suitable, meaning a corresponding fit. That's the Hebrew word there. So somebody that fits with you, and that rib uh, that he pulled out of Adam, to create the woman tells us about the placement of a woman uh, to be alongside of her husband. Uh, let me also tell you, ladies, that the rib cage actually is the protective bone structure for the heart. In other words, uh, uh, that bone structure, that cage there, it's supposed to protect the heart. You got to go through those ribs to get to the heart. And so isn't it interesting that the Lord created the woman out of the man's rib cage? Let me put it to you like this. When God puts you alongside your man, uh, one of the things I would challenge you to do is to protect his heart uh, because that's why God's put you there. One of the reasons I think the Lord oftentimes gives a man a wife not only to help him uh, with whatever it is, the vision that they have uh, together, uh, but also to be side by side, to be protective uh, of one another so you protect his heart. Here's my phone number, 888-432-7434. Uh, what is your purpose in marriage? Do you have a question about oneness in marriage? Give me a call and ask, 888-43-BRIDGE. Now, when we talk about one in purpose, uh, that's different than one in person. Now, you've already heard me say that. Now, Having said that, what should you purpose to do? Uh, I'll give you a few things. One, purpose to love. Purpose to love one another. A purpose to like one another. You've heard me talk about like earlier in the week. Uh, and purpose to learn from one another. Uh, if you uh, uh, stop learning your spouse, even if you've been married 20, 30, 40, 50 years, uh, still be willing to listen and learn uh, because the more you learn, the more you study your spouse, the more you uh, try to hear uh, something new and see something new about them, which keeps the marriage exciting and fresh and, and new discoveries. So you're not taking the person for granted, bored with who they are. And the reality is some of you may be in that space right now, taking your spouse for granted, bored with who they are. And it may be because you've stopped learning them. 
you know, you've stopped picking their brain. You stop listening to them. When they talk, you're just like, blah, 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 blah. Like uh, they're talking, but you're not listening. That happens in a lot of relationships. And then you, you're not getting under the words to, to get what is the feeling behind the words that the person is trying to say. And before you know it, the marriage could be dying on a vine. And so it's important to, to continue to listen and learn uh, from one another. Uh, my number live in studio is 888-43-BRIDGE. Back to the passage where I am in Genesis chapter 2. I want you to notice what it says in verse 24 and 25. Because I think a lot of people have this out of order. And this is why we're in problems with regard to marriages today. Uh, even single folk. Uh, have a real problem with this, and you're going to see why when I say it. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and they will become one flesh. Look at that order for a second. Leave, right? Cleave, right? And then come together. Leave. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother. You need to leave your parents. doesn't mean you leave them emotionally. doesn't mean sometimes you even have to leave them physically. But you've got to leave them with regard to the authority um, in your life. You now have to live your own life, all right? You're always supposed to honor them, uh, but, to, uh, but to obey them and have them have authority over uh, your, your life and your marriage uh, could cause a real problem. So at some point, you've got to leave. That's the first thing. Uh, for this reason, a man will leave his father and mother. Secondly, be united to his wife. In other words, you now leave your nuclear family, and now you're going to cleave to your new family, and your new family is your wife. All right, so now you two together are a new family. You may have children. You may not have children. You're still a family now, the husband and the wife, all right, and you're supposed to become united. So uh, you leave, and then you cleave, all right? Notice the order, leave, and then cleave, and then what's next? Then the two become one flesh, so now there's intimate connection, all right? And then there's also procreation that can come from that intimate connection, let me tell you what's going on in our culture. It's the exact opposite. Notice one, two, three. We do three, two, one. One, leave. Two, cleave. Three, intimate connection. We flip it in our culture. One, intimate connections. And if we like one another and we feel, feel like it's going to work, then we cleave, get married. Uh, and then, you know, at that point, uh, maybe we leave, maybe we don't. But we do the exact opposite of what God's word says. We want to cleave. We want to be united sexually first. And then maybe we make a decision to marry. God is actually teaching us the exact opposite, that his order in his way is that you, you know, leave your separate homes, cleave to one another, and then enjoy intimate relations and procreation. We have children out of wedlock. Uh, we have uh, sex out of wedlock. Um, we try to cleave and act like we're married, even though we're living together and cohabitating. How many of you who are under the sound of my voice right now fall into those categories? Uh, how many of you under the sound of my voice are cohabitating right now? You're living with somebody else, uh, you know, of the opposite sex, uh, and you are not married, but you're having intimate relations. Now, I'm not here to make you feel judged or guilty. I'm just asking you the question based on what the scripture says. Uh, do you feel like that is right? And are you willing to get it right? If you want to talk to me about this, you can call. 
I'll be gentle with you. Uh, some some of you right now are, are living together. You're probably in the car on your way home to a, a boyfriend or a girlfriend, and you're not married. Um, but you're still coming together like you are married. It says you leave and get married first. Cleave, all right, get married, uh, and, and then have intimate relations if, if you want to do it God's way. Now, you don't have to do it God's way. But living together in cohabitation is not God's way. So sometimes it's just interesting to hear it, and, and it's important for the word of God to truthfully be spoken in love. So you can really consider these things and look in the mirror and say, you know what, Doc? Um, you're right. How do I get this right? Well, hey, give me a call. Let's talk about it. We can pray about it. Again, uh, I'm probably one of the non-judgmental people who can talk to you about wherever you are. And some of you, you know what's wrong, and you actually want to get out of it. You're just not quite sure how because uh, you love this person so much, and you're saving a lot of money living together. Uh, but we do it the exact opposite. And then this is why our hearts are so broken when things break up because we don't have that covenant and that commitment of marriage. Okay, there's your sermon. If you want to talk to me, give me a call. My phone number is 888-43-BRIDGE. Let's go to Laurel, Maryland, and talk to Kenneth, who's on the line. Hi, Kenneth. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, thank you. How are you? I'm alive and grateful, my friend. Thanks for hanging with me. What are you thinking? Well, this is the first time that I've heard you. Uh, I'm from Texas. Okay. And I'm I'm, I'm visiting uh, a, a girl that I love. Uh, we're both, uh, I'm a widower, and, and she's a widow. Okay. And we were both married for 40 years, you know, to mm. our spouses. Right. And my girls just, they're not ready for me to move on, and they're in their 40s. Oh, wow. How long have you been uh, a widower? I've been a widow, uh, uh, let's see, January was three years. Okay. So, so they're not and ready. And mm-hmm, nine ahead. years. Okay. They're not ready. It sounds like you're ready. Is that right? Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah. Oh, I love this girl. Mm-hmm. So what is your question? How how can I tell my daughters? Have you have you mentioned how it to them? I, uh, I have a granddaughter who's going to have a birthday. She's going to be eight, and uh, and I told my fiance that would be a perfect time to tell the family, and and she says no. Uh huh. Well, let me ask you: Have you talked to them about this lady, and have they spent any time with the lady? They they have spent some time with her. Yes. Okay. Uh, you know, Do th- one of my daughters. Uh, you know, she she loves the lady. You know, but her two sisters, I, they like her. You know. Yeah. But, uh, well, here's the uh, thing: I don't think they're ready for me to uh, replace their mother. Understood, but you know this woman is not going to replace their mother, and they, they need to hear that from well, you. Uh, yes, I mean yes. they need to hear it from you when you talk to her privately without the woman around. Say, honey, I just want you to know, me and so and so are going to get married. I want your blessing. This woman will never replace your mother, but she will become my wife and will give me the companionship that I need to make me happy. Are you okay with that? And I think if you talk to them like that, it's not about them. It's about daddy being happy. It's about daddy having companionship. And it's also about daddy reminding me 
that this woman will never replace your mother who I still love, who you still love, but God has now opened the door for me to have love again. Can I get your blessing? And I think if you make yourself vulnerable like that and ask them for that, I think they will give you their blessing. Now, you're doing that out of courtesy, okay, Kenneth? The reality is, even if they say, nope, you don't have my blessing, well, you know what, you can do it anyway because you're not under their authority and they don't have to go to bed at, you know, alone at night like you do uh, without a spouse. Right. You know, so, but you're doing it out of courtesy and you're doing it to win their hearts so that they will not be so selfish because they're grieving mom dying uh, and they see this woman possibly replacing that spot that your mother had. And so you just got to remind them you still honor uh, your, your, your wife who passed and now it's time to move on. What do you think about that? You know, uh, yeah, I, uh, you know, they go home to their husbands every night, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So try and that. I go home alone every night. Yeah. So you think it's a good idea to try it that way then, to go ask and uh, uh, get their blessing? Well, I've, I've, you know, I've always been a dominant father and husband. Right. But I think I could, yeah, I think I can do that. Give it, give it a shot. Practice it a little bit uh, so you say what you want to say. It's easy to dominate and just say, I'm going to do it. I don't care what you think. That's easy. Yeah, but what's yeah. harder is to kind of make yourself vulnerable and, and ask them so they, they can really deal with their heart issues. Again, you're doing it because you love them. You're doing it out of kindness. That's all. So give it a shot and uh, let me know sometime how it goes, okay? I sure will. Thank you. You're so welcome. Blessings to you. I'll be right back. At Lancaster Bible College Capital Seminary and Graduate School, you can earn your undergraduate degree from an affordable, biblical, and accredited college right here in Maryland. If you have a heart for ministry or are looking to advance in your career, check out the bachelor's degree programs in Bible or business. Study completely online or in class. Learn more at an info session on November 3rd. Sign up at lbc.edu slash info session. That's lbc.edu slash info session. Do you want to earn your master's or doctoral degree from a seminary right here in Greenbelt? Then check out Lancaster Bible College, Capital Seminary, and Graduate School. Whether you're looking to further your ministry or make a career change, these graduate degrees can help. Check out Capital's programs in counseling, leadership, Christian care, biblical studies, and more. Want to learn more? Join in an info session on November 3rd. Sign up by visiting lbc.edu slash info session. That's lbc.edu slash info Session. The housing market is pretty hot right now, so yes, even below average agents can put a home on the market and sell it. But are they getting you the most for your home? I'm here with Christy Moore of More Realty Services. Christy was just telling me a story that floored me. So many people like to brag they sold their house in one day, and I'm always thinking, how much money are you leaving on the table? We had a client in Arlington who really wanted to buy this particular house. We put in an offer with an escalation of over $5,000 over any other offer without a cap and a note 
stating that we would do whatever it takes to buy the home. They accepted another offer without even telling us, and when we talked to the listing agent, she said she doesn't negotiate deals. She may have left $20,000 on the table for her clients. It's a hot market, but the wrong listing agent can cost you tens of thousands of dollars without negotiating skills. How about you sell your home for the most money? Call Christy Moore because she will sell your house in 58 days or she'll buy it. Call 866-404-5858. Certain conditions or exceptions may apply. Stocks and options trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Fire your stockbroker and hire yourself. I'm Scott Bauer and I've been a professional trader for over 25 years. I've traded for Goldman Sachs and was the first Amazon market maker at the Chicago Board Options Exchange. I'm also the CEO here at Prosper Trading Academy, the leading educational firm teaching people how to trade the markets. For a limited time, I'm giving away one of my favorite secret trading techniques used by thousands of our students every day to help build their financial future. To learn this technique right now, call my 24-7 voicemail and just leave your email address. I'll email you my free trading technique right away. Just call 1-800-228-2155. This is the very information my students use every day to invest in their financial future. Again, call 1-800-228-2155 in the next 30 minutes and leave your email address on my voicemail. That's 1-800-228-2155. Call 1-800-228-2155. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. It's a real talk with Dr. David Anderson. Good to see you on my Facebook uh, live page. Thanks a lot for tuning in there at Anderson Speaks, as well as uh, on WAVA. How in the world are you uh, today? Thanks a lot for tuning in. And if you want to give me a call, feel free to do so. We are talking about the theology of marital oneness. What is your purpose in marriage? And what is God's purpose in marriage so far as oneness? Remember from the earlier part of the show, just in case you didn't hear it, remember uh, that God created the woman from the side of the man, not from the top, not from the bottom. He's not supposed to dominate. She's not supposed to uh, be dominant over him, but from the side, walking side by side in partnership, hand in hand, uh, arm in arm. Arm. That's such a beautiful picture of the rib cage protecting the heart uh, of the man as well. So a very, very vibrant picture of what God is doing there. We also said that uh, oneness is not about this uh, sort of nefarious, ambiguous uh, idea, concept, oneness. Ooh, what does that mean? What is oneness, right? And so it's very specific. It's not like oneness, ooh, out there. Because, look, if oneness is this thing, ooh, out there, well, what is it? How do you get to it, and how do you know if you don't have it? It's not just a feeling. Uh, it says that the two become one flesh. And so uh, you two are coming together intimately, but you're also coming together in purpose, not just in procreation, but in purpose. So what is the purpose of your relationship? All of this is theological talk, I know, but it's also practical talk. And when we put it in order, remember the three, uh, the order of the way God puts it together. You leave, you cleave, and then you come together. We do it exactly opposite in our culture. We come together, then we cleave and try to act like we're married, even though we're cohabitating. And then if we like each other after living together for a couple of years, well, maybe we'll get married. That's the exact opposite of what God has uh, designed. So if you want to do it God's way, uh, don't live together is my point. Don't, don't do it outside of uh, God's uh, order, even though many people have. And, and again, there's no judgment here. If you want to talk to me about it, maybe I can help you get to God's design. 
We have God's ideal, and then we have the reality of our life. How do we make, make the two match the best way we can? I'm here to help you build a bridge between your reality, uh, whether you're a single mom, a single dad, whether you're divorced, you know, widow, it doesn't matter. Uh, I want to try to take you from where you are to help you get to what is best uh, from God's word. How does that sound? Okay, here's my number one more time, and then I'm going back to the phone lines. 888-432-7434. All right, let's go to uh, Matthew. Matthew's in Alexandria, Virginia. Hello, sir, Matthew. How are you today? Good, how are you? Oh, I'm doing great. Thanks for hanging with me. What are you thinking? You know, I just, uh, I'm not sure. I have to kind of uh, respectfully decline, or I mean, I disagree with you a little bit. Okay. I just think, um, I firm. I firmly believe that, you know, uh, I don't think sex should be a the initial way you get into a relationship. Okay. But the further on in a relationship you go, yeah. the more the more that does that does that does have a place in the relationship. I agree with that. But when when I, when I does it I, enter? When do you think it enters? Well, my my, pers- my I, what, what about people who don't see the need for the 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 actual jointness of a piece of paper to tell them that they are physically together as a couple. I get you. So no legal document. Are you saying that these, there's a couple that wants to be spiritually connected for the rest of their life and they're making an, uh, a commitment and a covenant before God, maybe not legally, but is that the, is that the argument? Sure. I've always thought that a relationship between you and God is a very personal one to begin with. Yeah. And that you and your spouse don't particularly need a congregation of people to tell you that that's right or wrong. I agree. You don't need a congregation of people. I do believe that you make that commitment before God. Here's the thing uh, where we may disagree. I don't think that there are a lot of people who are making that commitment before God spiritually for the rest of their lives. They are making a commitment. I want to be sure. I want to be with you now. Not for the rest sure, of my I life. That. And I and I can understand I can understand for a moral you know, from a moral avenue on how that can be a little you know, I mean how that could potentially ruin things in the future. I think yeah. people you know, I think our divorce rate is so high in the regards to that because you have people that don't particularly work on their faith and their commitment to each other before yeah. they do the actual physical aspect. Yeah. But I don't disagree with you that, you know, it could just be a legal document, a piece of paper, and we don't need that. Uh, Listen, if if you're arguing or if someone's really seriously arguing, I want to make a covenant to this woman, a covenant with this man before God because we believe he brought us together. uh, And we want to make that commitment before God and say this is for our lives. And then we come together in intimate union. Uh, you know what, that's an argument to be made, and I would, you know, be open to that. What I'm guessing is most couples who are cohabitating uh, or who are having uh, relations, uh, that is not in their brain at all, <laughs> you know. And so, therefore, uh, I, I agree. Therefore, I would say, no, that's not God's plan. It's not, it's not about a piece of paper. It's about a commitment, and they want to have the goodies of the relationship and the intimacy of the relationship without the commitment uh, of that relationship. And if things don't go well, then they just kind of, they, they move on. And, and here's the problem. Now you have that person who has been intimate with somebody for two or three years who really wants to be connected to somebody for 20 or 30 years, but they've already been uh, engaged in ways that really should have been a special gift for that one person. 
Sure. Yeah, Thank so, you for your time. Yeah, I appreciate it. Hey, thanks for agreeing, disagreeing. I love that, Matthew. Way to go. Love the conversation. Let's keep having it, and let's keep growing together in it. The theology of marital oneness. What is your purpose in marriage? What does oneness re- actually look like? As soon as I get back from the break, I'm going right back to the phone lines. I'm coming to Woodbridge, Virginia, Alexandria, and Stafford, Virginia. Hold on. I'm coming right back. When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Digluhailu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Digluhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply or call 1-800-933-6188. Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his brand new public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook and when you see his smiling face, click like. It's another great way for you to connect and follow the good doc. Have you heard any good lawyer jokes lately? Well, let me tell you about a lawyer who is no joke. That's James McCollum. He's a no-nonsense attorney who understands the law and he knows the Lord. When I have need of legal advice, I have contacted James McCollum. If you need legal representation, contact James McCollum at 301-864-6070. That's attorney James McCollum at 301-864-6070. And that's no joke. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. If you're just joining us, the theology of marital oneness. What is your marriage purpose? What does oneness mean to you? Feel free to give me a call, 888-432-7434. Let's go to Woodbridge, Virginia, and talk to Shalina. Hello, Shalina. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you? Shalina, are you there? Going once, going twice. So sorry I missed you. Let's go to Alexandria, Virginia, and talk to Holly, who's on the line. Hello, Miss Holly. Dr. Anderson here. How are you? Good. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging out with me. What are you thinking? Um, I'm so glad I heard you the um, talk radio today because I um, was in a long-term relationship and um, – he had to live with somebody before marriage. I gave him um, a multiple, multiple amount of time to, mm-hmm. I cohabitated with him and we didn't grow towards marriage. And if he said, if I left, that was it. He was done. And I left and I feel like my world has fallen apart, but I also feel like I'm obeying with how the Lord created marriage. Um, yeah. And, it's just sad. My heart is broken, um, you know, because I lost who I thought I was going to be my partner forever. But then yeah. I realized we weren't equally yoked. And 
I wanted marriage, and I believe in the sanctity of marriage and how God designed it, and I neglected that, and, you know, I wasted a lot of years of my life, and, um, and, you know, I'm on my own now without him, and it's, it's bittersweet, but I guess, you know, right now I'm doing the Lord's will. Well, and it's so hard. Uh, in fact, on my Facebook page, I'm looking at it on my phone now. Kimmy and Wolf says this, um, Holly. She says, sometimes it's just hard to submit to God's will, uh, easy to go your own will. And uh, the reality is what you're living is hard. And I'm so sorry, um, you know, because you feel like you lost something. He gave you an ultimatum. And his ultimatum was choose God, choose God or choose me. And uh, you chose God. Yep. So God is happy with you, but he's not. And it can be a lonely place when you choose God. Uh, it's just so tough. Um, and here's the thing. You 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 moved in with him uh, because, again, you were thinking he was going to be committed to you no matter what. But he was only committed to himself uh, to have you right. with him. Uh, and And had you not done that, let's just go backwards. Had you not moved in with him, what do you think would have happened? the relationship wouldn't have progressed and I chose him over, you know, my values. And now I have consequences to that, you know, um, I didn't want to lose him then. And, and in the middle of our relationship, I got right with the Lord and I couldn't continue to be in that situation with him. So I had to choose and I, you know, he doesn't want anything to do with me. Yeah, here's the good news. If you would have done it God's way before, you would have lost him, possibly. Um, You didn't do it God's way, you still lost him, but now with some heartbreak. So it's the same consequences, the same outcome. Um, And so I think doing it God's way oftentimes is the best way. But the reality is we don't always do it God's way. And we have all lived out consequences for not doing God's will. I'm I'm chief among them, so there's no judgment here. There's only uh, uh, empathy with you to say, praise God, you're doing it his way now. He's going to provide for you. Uh, If you still desire to have a man in your life, he will provide uh, a man that's even better than the one you had. And you'll be giving God the praise one day saying, thank you, Jesus. I did it right. And now you provided me with someone so much better. Uh, That's kind of worth waiting for. What do you think, Holly? Amen. And I pray. (laughs) I pray for I mean, that's the desires of my heart. I pray mm. that that's the Lord's will for my life. And um, I'm thankful that you're on this topic today. And I just happened to, um, I listened in the morning and I got out mm. of work early. So I'm glad I caught this message. Yeah, well, I'm just proud of you. And you hang in there and hold on and don't beat yourself up for what you did. Uh, kind of glorify God for the direction you're going and the destiny that he has for you. So you keep walking by faith and not by sight. Okay, Holly? Thank you so much. You're so welcome. God bless you. Well, let's go on to Woodbridge, Virginia, and see if we can catch Shalina, who's on the line. Hello, Shalina. Dr. Anderson here. How are you? Hi, Dr. Anderson and Shalina. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. Thanks so much for calling. Hey, so what are you thinking about today's topic, Shalina? Um, I'm actually... uh, Glad you're talking about this topic because this topic is a topic that I've been struggling with. 
I am in a relationship with an uh, individual, and we're not um, located in the same state. Okay. So every time we come together, um, uh, we have sex. And I tell him that I'm not comfortable with that. Um, I don't believe that this is God's way. But his intention is that uh, he is in the relationship and he is um, looking to get married. And he also says that um, he also believes that sometime in your heart you get, you're committed and you're on the marriage track before you actually legally get married. Yeah. So he don't see a problem with it, and I see a problem with it, and um, that's where our struggles are. I understand. I understand how difficult it is. You're grown-ups, you're adults, you live separately, uh, and then when you get together, you want to be together. Get it. Understand it. Uh, of course, he's not being 100% uh, authentic here. Um, you know, a commitment in my heart. Okay, yeah, that's nice, uh, but I need, a, I, I need, I need Beyonce's theology. If you like it, then you better put a right. ring on it. <laughs> okay, so if you want right, to show me right. commitment, show me real commitment, not just physical commitment. You see what I'm saying? And and you know right. that. You know that. And guess what? He knows right. that. Uh, so this is where you have to kind of, you know, really have a heart-to-heart with yourself and with the Lord to say, okay, hey, dude, I love you. I want to be with you. Uh, I struggle, too. I want you. Uh, and I can't wait to give everything about me to you when you're ready to receive everything about me for you. But until then, let's enjoy some things. It's just some things we can't enjoy right now. You you got to you gotta wait to Christmas before you open the presents. <laughs> right, exactly. So wrap, exactly. That, wrap that thing back up, put it under a tree, and tell them, tell me when Christmas Day is, and it's all yours. <laughs> right, exactly. The the issue is too though is that because we're out of state, so if I go there and visit him, or he comes here and visit me, yeah. there, there's always pressure. Even though I tell him no, yeah, it's always pressure. And then I know the Bible says, "Don't put yourself in 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 the mouth of temptation," sure. so to speak. But um, but then how do you have a relationship if you're yeah. not located in the same area? Well, one way is to put a ring on it. That'll solve it because y- y'all gonna y'all gonna move in together and you're gonna be happily ever after. But yeah, here exactly. you know the bottom line is you already know. Yes, there's pressure. There's no doubt about it. And you're gonna put yourself in those situations because you want to snuggle up with them and you know, hey, so good to see you. And y'all turn on TV and everything up before you know it. It's morning, <laughs> right? Right, so, right, so exactly. I get it. Uh, so you know, you already have the answer. You know the pressure. You know the stresses. Um, you've got to ask yourself the question, what about the pressure and the stress of, of not doing it? Because I feel pressured and stressed right. now, and I am doing it. So if you're going to have pres- right. pressure and stress anyway, think about pressure and stress by not doing it. Wh- what do you think will happen if you say, hey, I want to be with you, but we-, we can't do this, and therefore I'm not even willing to come out. I don't want you to come out unless we can commit to, to being in public, that sort of thing. What do you think the consequences of that will be with him? Um, maybe he'll get serious and he'll put a ring on it. Ooh, wouldn't that be a great consequence? <laughs> I would love that consequence. The unintended consequence could go the other way. You got to be prepared for that. But it's worth it, it's right. worth struggling this way because you're trying to honor God. I'm not saying it's easy, but at least it should be a struggle in your heart. And I'm proud of you that it is one. Okay, Shalina. Okay, thank you so much, Doctor. God bless you. Thanks for calling. 
Hey, listen, friends, I'm coming right back to you. I'm going to try to end the show after this uh, commercial break, but maybe I can get one of you uh, in before I have to pray the show out. We've been talking about the theology of marital oneness in just three minutes. I'll be right back. And a microphone. I was flipping over 33s, working on rhymes and melodies, searching for some more of you. It's never been my dream to see my face in magazines. It's always been about the music, hoping God would use it. Joining me right now, Brian Sheely of Fellowship Home Loans. Brian, what message do you have for folks who may be listening right now to us and thinking to themselves, I'm out of luck. I can't be helped. I've been turned down already for my refinance or my purchase efforts. and My credit's too low. I just can't get it done. What do you say to them? That door is not closed. Just because that door closed once or twice before, we still have many opportunities to get that same loan done. And we work directly with the credit bureaus to help get those credit scores up. So even if we may not be able to help right away, we are going to give you a path, an avenue to work on that credit and get those scores up. But I'll be honest with you, Don, a lot of people will call and say, oh, I've been turned down before because of my score. Without doing anything, we're still able to get that loan done here at Fellowship Home Loans. So don't give up, folks, until you've called this number, 1-800-804-SAVE, 1-800-804-7283, or you can go online to fellowshiphomeloans.com. I have a confession. I'm one of the 80 million people in the U.S. that suffer from vein disease. But instead of seeing a doctor for years, I covered up my legs and lived with the embarrassment and pain of ugly, bulging varicose and spider veins. What a mistake. Thankfully, I heard about Vein Clinics of America. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Worthington-Kirsch, a physician at Vein Clinics of America. Vein disease is more common than people realize and typically goes undiagnosed, often recognized as embarrassing varicose or spider vein that left untreated can be debilitating and dangerous. At Vein Clinics of America, we're specialists in the diagnosis and treatment of vein disease. Using minimally invasive treatments, Vein Clinics of America had me back on my feet in about an hour. No more burning, fatigue, or covering up. If you suspect you may have vein disease. Call now to see if you qualify for a free evaluation. Treatments are covered by most insurance, including Medicare. Call 800-303-4141. That's 800-303-4141. 800-303-4141. Hi, Don Crow here. Not sure you've heard this recent statistic, but in the United States, 108 million people are on diets, making the annual revenues in the weight loss industry over $20 billion. Meanwhile, in developing countries, 7.6 million people die from hunger each year, and over 2 million of those are children. A child dies every 3.9 seconds from hunger, which means 21,000 will die just today. The good news is there is an answer. Through Cross International and our partners in Guatemala and other developing nations, a single gift of only $39 can feed a child for an entire year. Children who desperately need food and the love of Christ. You can help right now by calling 888-257-4255 or by going online to WAVA.com. Please join WAVA and Cross International right now, would you? Call 888-257-4255 or go online to WAVA.com. And thank you so much for helping us put this campaign up and over the top. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. The radio ministry of Real Talk with Dr. Anderson is made possible by the generosity of listeners like you. If this nonprofit ministry is a blessing to you, will you prayerfully consider partnering with us? With an ongoing monthly gift of $30 or more, you'll become a Real Talk partner. 
As a way of saying thank you, we would love to send you a signed copy of Dr. Anderson's book, Gracism. Thank you for making this important ministry possible. We can't do it without you. Visit andersonspeaks.com and simply click the donate button to support Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's andersonspeaks.com. And thank you for the love. Appreciate your gifts. God bless you. Patrick Ruffin says on uh, Facebook Live, Dr. Anderson, this is a great uh, topic, great wisdom. You can't open the gift until Christmas. I love it. Peace. Thank you, Patrick Ruffin. Uh, Linda Genti Iskerzak says both my kids lived with their spouses before they got married. I wasn't thrilled, but they each learned a lot about uh, things that uh, didn't seem compatible. They learned that they were and are both happily married for three years now. Each has a son. Our lives are so enriched. I did spend a lot of time in prayer uh, for all involved. Well, praise the Lord. Isn't God gracious? Amen uh, to that. So that's a description of God's grace, not a prescription of God's will. Uh, (laughs) So how about that, right? God is so gracious to us. How many of us have done things that probably are not the right way to do it, but God shows up anyway. So I just celebrate the movement of God's grace in their lives, Linda. And uh, Heather says says the topic, uh, this topic is why she's not dating, uh, cause these guys want to come over at 11 o'clock and cuddle. And the majority of them want to live together before marriage as a single mom of three kids. I won't do any of these things. Guys get mad, but I know I'm doing the right thing. Even though I hate being single, I've been single for almost four years since my divorce. However, I choose to live for God and wait for the right man. It is not easy, but any means, uh, but nothing in my life. Uh, hasn't been easy. Uh, just makes me stronger. That's Heather Michelle. Hey, listen, may God give you the grace and the strength you need, uh, to do his will. It's not easy. And, uh, I know, uh, you know, these are challenging, uh, challenging times, aren't they? But hang in there, do it God's way. All right, let's go to Mark. He's in Prince George's County, Maryland. Mark, you're my last call. I've got about a minute left, but I really want to hear from you, my friend. What's your comment or question? How you doing, Dr. Anderson? Uh, I just want to say that uh, I really enjoy listening to your shows, and I'm glad you touched on this today because just like the sister who said she's single, I'm single, but um, I wanted to say that I think one of the biggest problems is, you know, uh, when it comes to the process of uh, leave, cleave, and mm-hmm. come together, we got to understand why it was meant to be that way because mm-hmm. um, when, you know, I'm not saying I've always been here. Yeah. But now that I am here, what I understand is it's about you building the right foundation. Yeah. Which is God, which is spiritual. Because, you know, when the physical part diminishes, what do you have if if you have not built the right foundation? Well, and you make a. So. well, I was just going to jump in and say you make a great point, Mark. It really is a is a the bottom line is you know what kind of foundation God wants us to have. Thanks for making that point on my show. I've got to bring the show to an end now, and uh, thank you all for being a part of it. You can always go back to Facebook Live at Anderson Speaks to watch the show and listen to it if you want to. Uh, let's pray together. Dear Lord, thank you so much for the opportunity you've given us to have these kinds of conversation. Help us to get it right in our own lives and uh, give us wisdom along the way. Also give us grace and give us strength to do what is right in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Help your children and don't let them
to stay connected. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.